Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. We create one-on-one custom fitness solutions to achieve your goals without wasting time or compromise. We build and rebuild committed people so you can get out of pain, get strong, and get back to living the life you want to. We don't waste time, so let's get on with the show. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock, and today I wanted to talk about boundaries a little bit. Boundaries are really important. If you do some work on boundaries, you will find many things in your life become easier. Choices become easier. Schedule becomes easier. Feeling, if you are feeling constrained or pressured or like there's a little bit of chaos in your life, clearly defining some boundaries can help with some of this. So what is a boundary? A boundary is essentially any limit you choose to put on your own behavior. How much time are you willing to spend doing certain things? What kind of any nutrition choices you make may well be dictated by certain boundaries. You probably already have boundaries in relationships and with your family. I suspect you at least have some boundaries around work. You may have some boundaries around social interactions and friends and people you see and how often you see them, what circumstances you want to spend time in. All of these things are boundaries. Having boundaries essentially just means you don't automatically say yes to absolutely everything that crosses your path. If you are making choices, you are already following, at least loosely, some kind of boundaries. I would also say that the better you can define your own values, the easier it gets to define your boundaries because you just start checking in. Oh, if I say yes to this offer, does that align with my values? If the answer is yes, it's probably within your boundaries, even if you haven't officially designated them. Even if you aren't super clear on what those boundaries are, you'll start understanding where they probably lie, because on one side of them, it aligns with your values, and on the other side, it doesn't. Let's talk easy boundaries, or not easy to do, but easy to understand, I think, and that's boundaries around time. What are we willing to spend our time doing? What are the trade-offs in there? This most often comes up with work and relationships. How much time are you willing to give to your work? And especially if you are a small business owner or self-employed, but certainly coaches are going to resonate with this, even if you're someone's employee, it is easy to let work expand to fill the time allotted. It is easy to keep saying yes to people when they ask for sessions that are outside of the times that you actually want to be working. It is easy to say yes to people who are asking for feedback during time that you would prefer to be spending with people that you care about, to be spending with your family, to be spending alone, to be focusing on recovery. What are your work boundaries? When does work start? When does it end? How available are you? When are you available? Most importantly, and this is a big pointer on boundaries, do other people affected by this choice understand that it's a boundary of yours. And this is often where people fall down a little bit around boundaries. 
they might say, I don't answer work messages until 9 a.m. And at 6 p.m., my laptop closes, my work phone gets turned off and put across the room, and the rest of that time is devoted to my family. If other people who are trying to communicate with you, who are on your team, associated with you, don't understand that, and there's potentially an expectation that you are more available, there could be big problems. I strongly suggest letting other people who would be affected by your boundaries know what's going on. This doesn't mean you need to submit a PowerPoint presentation of all of your boundaries. It can be done simply and as occasions present themselves. On Friday at 4.30, send out a message. Hey, does anyone else need anything? In about 90 minutes, I'm going to be signing off for the weekend and not coming back online until 9 a.m. Monday. Is there anything else I can help with today? I want to make sure that I'm answering any questions that might still be outstanding. Now people, one, understand that if they don't get to you in the next 90 minutes, they are unlikely to get a response, and that even if they drop something on your plate in the next 90 minutes, you only have the next 90 minutes to work on it. Giving it to you now doesn't mean you're going to have something completed by Monday morning. Now, I am deeply aware that not every work situation can work this way. And I've been in many situations where even when companies, employers say they respect boundaries and make all the right moves and say all the right things around boundaries, the actual practice doesn't align with that. An example of that is, all right, uh, in the summer, we're closing the office at 2 p.m. on Friday. That's just the way summer is. We know a lot of people like to go away for the weekend, go to the beach, go to the shore, go to your, your lake house, do all of these things, spend time with family, take more trips. We understand these things happen in the summer. And supporting you, being able to have that time, is really important to us. So office closes at 2 p.m. on Fridays. However, these same companies are still assigning 60 plus hours of work that have to get done every single week. So now they're just saying, well, you can't do it here, but you have to take it home with you. If there are consequences to not working over these time boundaries that are going to negatively affect your employment, then pretending to give people time off isn't actually genuine. That's not actually what's being done. And recognizing that is important. You may or may not be able to do anything about it. You may or may not be in a situation where you can say, hey, I think it's really cool that the office closes at 2 p.m. on Friday, but I keep being given 10 hours of work to do at noon on Friday. So it's taking away this supposed incentive what is supposed to be a perk doesn't exist anymore because I'm getting all of this dropped on my plate and I still have to get it done. So now you're just saying, well, you're not doing it in the office, but you have to take it home with you and you definitely have to work on at least Saturday or Sunday. The more you can recognize how your boundaries are being challenged, the easier it will get to enforce them for yourself. So I strongly suggest 
you considering some boundaries that are going to be important to you. How do you want to spend your time? How much time do you want to spend with your family? How much time do you want to spend doing work? How much time do you want to spend on your own fitness and health? How much time do you want to be able to focus on sleep and recovery? Do you have time set aside to de-stress and de-load when things are hard? It is entirely possible that if you draw these things out, you'll look at it and say, well, that's impossible. Like, ew, I would love to work a 35-hour work week and spend at least four hours a day only focusing on my family and have 90 minutes four times a week to do some fitness and have 30 minutes five times a week to focus on recovery. And, and I haven't even gone to sleep yet, and I'm already out of time. I understand. But if you start defining these boundaries and what you would like them to be, then it becomes simpler to find the ways to carve out the time that are important to you. Other boundaries that are important, social interaction, and this is around your relationships. This happens all the time. People feel pressure from friends, other people in social situations, clubs, organizations, etc., to do things that they may not actually want to do. Oh, so-and-so's having this get-together, and I'm, I'm, I should probably show up. I'm supposed to show my face, but I don't want to. Well, if that falls outside of your boundary, the first time you enforce that boundary, it's going to be really challenging, and people may well challenge you on it. The second time, it gets a lot easier. A lot easier. The third time, it's very straightforward, and no one even questions. <laughs> The more you set down these boundaries, the more you are clear about them, the easier it gets to enforce them. Oh, I turn my phone off at 7 o'clock every night. So send me texts, send me emails, send me everything, any time of night, that's okay. And I will get to it in the morning if it's after 7 o'clock. It's worth noting that not all boundaries have to be incredibly strict. Oh, I never take clients after 5 p.m. on weekdays. That is a thing that is generally true for myself. However, recently, I have had two clients I can think of where we had somewhat special circumstances come up. And I looked at it and said, you know what? I could absolutely take people at these times. And all of the reasons I set these boundaries are still going to be intact. This actually isn't going to interfere with my family time. This isn't going to interfere with my recovery. This isn't going to interfere with the other things I have to do. And those are the reasons I put those boundaries up. So in these circumstances, yeah, I can take people. It's not a hard no. It's a flexible no. Now, it's up to you to what degree you want to let people know that boundaries are strict or flexible. But understanding for yourself which have some malleability and which are set in stone is really important. This comes up frequently with parents having rules for their kids, right? Whether it's bedtime or nutrition, how often they need to go to certain clubs, practices, how many they're allowed to miss. Having clear rules and boundaries around these things makes it much simpler and lets you avoid arguments. I don't feel like going to baseball today. Oh, okay. 
Well, we said we're allowed to miss two baseball practices a month. Do you want this to be one of the ones that you miss? You know, it, it's only September 2nd. Are you sure you want this to be one of the ones you miss? And if they say yes, and you're clear on it, then great. And if they say, ooh, no, I'm going to save it. Now you're very clear that a boundary has been instated. Another important part about enforcing boundaries related to what do I related to what I just said about kids is planning for the challenges, right? It is all well and good to say, I shut my laptop at six o'clock every night, or I turn my phone off, or I don't go to parties on weeknights. I don't stay out after 9 p.m. Uh, I don't do these kind of nutrition things that don't agree with me. I'm not going to interact with these types of people anymore because it affects my life negatively. All of those things are potentially great boundaries. You need to plan for when they get challenged. What are you going to do when someone says, I understand this is a really important project. I'm not going to have enough information to tell you what's going on until 730 tonight. As soon as I know, I'll tell you, but it's really important you understand and I get a response as quickly as possible. That is going to happen. You are going to feel a ton of pressure to go into a social situation that you would rather not to. You are going to feel a bunch of pressure, whether it's internally or externally, to make nutrition choices that don't actually align with the boundaries you've set. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? How are you going to deal with it? Plan it out. Role play it with yourself. When these challenges pre present themselves, what are you going to do? Some of this will entail explaining with empathy to other people that you have these boundaries and they're really important to you. And it is not talking down to people. It is not being patronizing. It is explaining with empathy. I understand that you need an answer as soon as possible. And I understand that you've been put in this challenging situation. However, this is time I've set aside for family time. That's really important to me. I will, as soon as I am available, I will check your response. I will start making a plan and I will let you know what's going on. But unfortunately, I'm not going to be available to talk to you at 7.30 p.m. tonight. I'm not pretending that's necessarily an easy conversation to have. It may, in fact, feel like an impossible conversation to have. And that's what I would challenge you on. What is the response going to be? If someone says, well, that's unacceptable. If you can't do this, then you can't be on the team anymore. I'm not telling you to quit your job on the spot, but I am telling you that it has now been clearly explained to you that the situation you're in does not respect your boundaries and your boundaries have been set around your values. So the situation you're in also does not align with your values. And now you are faced with the prospect of how long are you willing to tolerate being in a situation that neither respects your values nor your boundaries. And this comes up with work. This comes up with relationships. This comes up with family. How long are you willing to tolerate a situation 
that neither respects your boundaries nor your values. Be clear about your boundaries. Be clear about your limits. You don't necessarily need 50 limits. Start with one. What's important? When does the phone go off? When do you stop responding to people? How easy is it to get in touch with you? And when? I like having tons of access when I'm on and zero access when I'm off. And there are very few people who get around the zero access line. Very few. They exist, but it's very few. And that lets me be 100% focused on what I'm doing when I'm doing it. If I'm working, I am only working. If I'm on family time, I'm only on family time. And when I've let those boundaries get fuzzy, when I've just taken a second to respond to a work text or check an email or review the program one last time or do things like that, it feels less good. Even if no one says anything, even if nobody says, are you doing work stuff? Are you checking work texts? Are you writing program? Right after we finished dinner and we said we were going to sit down and watch a movie. Even if none of that happens, I feel less good about it. I can feel those boundaries slipping. I can feel the value misalignment poking its head up. And I will start feeling bad about some part of what's involved. I might start resenting work. I might start resenting family. I might start resenting not having gotten all the work I needed done. So this boundary was easier to keep in place. And the reason I didn't get all the work done is because when I was on at work, I was also poor about those boundaries and was responding to social things and goofing off on social media and letting other people interfere in what should have been a very clear work boundary. If things feel chaotic, if things feel misaligned, if things feel not solid, there's a decent possibility that you're letting boundaries get fuzzy and we just need to firm them up a little bit. So pick a boundary, one or two, and try it out for a couple of weeks. Find the simplest explanation for what it is so when it comes up, you can tell people but you're not asking. We're not asking permission to set boundaries. We're just explaining that they exist. Oh, I turn my phone off at seven o'clock every night, but I'll certainly get to it in the morning. Easy. Or after the fact, hey, I sent you seven texts last night. I was worried about you. What happened? Oh, I didn't mean to worry you. I turned my phone off at seven o'clock. So anytime you text me after seven o'clock, it's very unlikely you'll get me. Find the boundaries. Recognize your values. Start setting those priorities up. And I promise you, everything gets easier. And again, the better you define your values, the easier it gets to define your boundaries. I hope this is valuable. I'm Justin McClintock. Feel strong. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a five-star rating if you have the time. That makes a really big difference. If you have questions, you want details, DM us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. There's more information on the website at feelstrong.me. We value effectiveness, individualization, and empathy. See what it's like to have an expert in the field 
really listen, hear what you need, and build you the perfect program to get you where you want to go. Today is the perfect time to get started. Reach out.